Tuesday. And today we've got another stellar review for you. Oh, yeah. All right. So this week we're going to be reviewing the newest Netflix movie. It came out, what, August? Something like that. Yeah. Something One like that. One of the that. newer Netflix movies. One yeah. of the newer Netflix movies, Glass Onion. Mm-hmm. Now, I know it sounds strange because I was like, what the heck does that even mean? Right. Um, the movie kind of explains it, but not really. So, right. this is your disclaimer. If you have not watched the movie yet, spoiler warning. Um, so, if you want to watch the movie and don't want to be spoiled with what happens, don't watch this review. Yeah, because there, there's about to be a lot of spoilers. Yeah, we're about to we're about to break open <coughs> this break down and break open this movie. Oh yeah. All right. So, uh, let's start with this. Uh, I thought uh, runtime was good, two hours yeah. twenty minutes. I mean, it was a decent length film. Mm-hmm. Um, normal normal time. Um, the funny thing that I liked about the beginning of the movie was the play on COVID. I thought that was hilarious because mm-hmm. they didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. It was just like a little, let's throw this in here, kind of be funny. Mm-hmm. What not? Yeah. Um, but Austin, we are film snobs, right? One more than the other. One most, more but than yes. the other. <laughs> People, uh, I like to, well, I don't like to think of myself that way, but I know I am. People have sometimes said that I'm a hater. I wouldn't say you're a hater. I wouldn't say I'm a hater, but I, I am very, I am hard on, yes, especially films nowadays. I am. Yes. I'll, I'll admit. Um, so, <laughs> and this is to be no exception. Yes, we are giving our unbiased yeah. review. So that's what you liked about the movie. What you said? No, I have some other things that I liked. about Okay, it. I have some other things that I liked about it. Um, but I just want to have a discussion, mm-hmm. uh, kind of like just about about the movie. So, uh, is a very interesting movie. Yeah. Um, very, very interesting. You start off at the beginning really confused. You, you start off for about, the movie's two hours long. For the first hour. For the first hour, I thought, I need to watch the first one. Yeah. The original Knives Out, because I, I have no idea what's happening Yeah, because right this is a sequel based off of... It's a sequel, the Knives Out movie, but like a whole different story. Yeah, like it doesn't. A, yeah, it's a different story, different actors. Um, so, the movie itself, I was, I was intrigued. Yeah, when I watched it, I was very interested. It really didn't lose my attention. Right throughout the movie, mm-hmm. which is good because a lot of times movies they hit that point where it's like okay. I'm done with this. Avatar. With this, <laughs> Avatar. Um, Avatar. But this movie really didn't do that for me. That I was true. really, that true. Um, I was really uh, focused on the film while while I was watching it, and I like that. I like the movie to keep me keep pulling me in. Yeah. Um. One thing I didn't like about it was halfway through the movie. Mm-hmm. So like at the hour hour yeah. mark. Um from that point on you can figure out the rest of the movie. Because that's when mean? that's when it goes to the flashback of how Daniel Craig's actor got the box. Yeah. Um and it goes through all this non-linear story as far as the flashbacks and the cutting going yeah. forth and all. 
I didn't like that at first because I was really confused. Yeah. But then once it once the direction was being taken and all, then yeah. I was like, okay, now I now I sort of see what's happening. But, but at first I didn't like that. Then you find out because what what happens is up until that point we see uh, the game that was supposed to have happened, the, mm-hmm. the solving the mystery, and then um, Duke dies. Mm-hmm. And we're all left wondering who did it, what happened, what's the yeah, what's the, what's the take? How is this gonna? How are we gonna solve this? But then once you hit that hour minute, or that hour and ten minute mark, yeah, you can easily tell the rest of the direction of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see the 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 overarching story is kind of connecting back into it and. Uh, what the main characters that they're focusing on, why he did what he did. Right. I didn't like that. If it's a mystery movie... You're not supposed to know. You're not supposed to know until the very end. And then the ending was kind of dumb. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not the only one that thought that. I mean, uh, let's say... Okay, so... The, so in, in what, the, what At what part do you consider, like, the end, like, the very end when it pretty much goes off or, like... One pivotal moment towards right. Okay, so Daniel Craig's (coughs) character um, hands uh, Helen the glass and the the other thing in her hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She chugs. She chugs the drink, and then she just starts smashing the glass objects. First off, she's wearing sandals, uh huh, uh huh, open toed shoes, and she's smashing these. Giant glass objects right at her feet. Mm-hmm. Okay, in the real world, mm-hmm. and not sugar crystal yep. stuff Breakaway. in movies. Yep. Uh, if you drop something glass right by your feet, uh, it does this thing called it shatters, and it's and it like, cuts your feet it wide cuts open. Your feet wide open. Yeah. Yeah. What I didn't like about all of that is all of the characters were against her. They were with Miles. They they throughout the entire movie too, because in the exactly. flashback we see that too. <coughs> the same thing. Yeah, and then there at the end, at that point that you're talking about, she didn't make Miles is like, did anybody of you see what had happened? Da, da, da. And they're all like, no, like they're still with him. Yeah, she doesn't make some speech. She doesn't make. She doesn't try to convince them. She goes, oh, that's how it's going to be. Then she just starts smashing, smashing stuff, things. and then everybody's like, you know what? Yeah, let's smash stuff. This is cool. Now we're with her. Well then, and then the thing that, that makes I no like sense is to because in part of the flashback we see uh, Lionel and Claire mm-hmm. going back and forth about the clear thing and how it's like dangerous and yeah. they're not sticking their necks out for their careers and all this kind of stuff because of that. Um, and I think afterwards the whole kind of thing what at the when they were sitting on the steps is because they saw how dangerous mm-hmm. they knew it was and they saw it in action but again it's a giant explosion the house exploded and they're all alive this big massive explosion of that interior room of the glass onion and it blows up pretty much the entire place blows up because the, the glass onion <clears throat> is sitting on top of the house and then it, it all blows just up caves and in it caves in. in but then you cut they cut back into the house and everybody and gets up like, like nothing happens and it's like I'm like that is that's bad that's, that's just dumb so up until that point in the movie I thought the movie had, had done really well yeah I was intrigued I was on the edge of my seat I really I was confused I wanted to know what was going on I wanted to see the ending of the movie mm-hmm. I wanted to keep going I wanted to find out who was the killer Mm-hmm. And then we hit that hour mark, 
and I can easily tell. Okay, Miles is the is the guy. Yeah, because what he's 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 got his hands in these in people's every pockets. Little thing, yeah. I mean, he's he. It, he's they helping. tell you that like early on. Yeah, he's so helping, it's almost revealing it. Yeah, he's helping Claire in her campaign. Um, Lionel, mm-hmm. he basically gave him the job, got yeah. him published, which gave him his job. Duke, he helped create his Twitch and YouTube empire. Yeah. Uh, Birdie, he got her her fashion deal, her or fashion whatever, deal, like and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And he was an, a prime investor in her sweatpants company. Yeah. So sweatshops. <laughs> but that anyway, was kind of funny. Yeah, though. I'm not that lie. was hilarious. <laughs> Is that where you, you can't tell me that's where you He's think like, sweatpants are made? Like I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that, that was, was that was kind of funny. That yeah. was really funny. But anyway. So he has his hands in all these people's pockets because he's giving them money and giving them support and whatnot. Yeah. So obviously it makes sense for them to align with him. Right. And then, but how did they just switch over to Helen by her smashing stuff? That makes no sense to me. What I don't, another thing I don't understand is whenever there's like a fire or a loud noise or whatever, the painting holding the Mona Lisa, or the case holding the Mona Lisa painting would close automatically. Then he had his little override button. And he would push it. Right. But he didn't push it. (coughs) He didn't push it. in the background, it kept kept going up. I know. I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought that. I was like, why is it doing that? Why? And my thought was, okay, maybe there's a sensor on it. So it hears a noise, it closes, and then if the sensor doesn't pick anything up, like smoke or water or anything like that, maybe it opens back up. But But it never shows that. But it never shows it. And, two, at the beginning when he was showing the display case, he had to push the override button to fall back down. And nobody was ever pushing that. So at some point it would open, which – Yeah, and And it kept opening and closing and opening and closing. But it never showed when it was closed. Right. That's the thing. And it It only showed up when it – Open, open. Like no, it uh, it closed from the bottom up, so it would go right. Yeah, but you never saw it. You never saw it open back up. Yeah, you yeah, would yeah. See it close, close. Yeah, but you would never see it open. Yeah, yeah. And it, and I don't know why, but it was really weird. But every time it would like show it closing, it would show a different part of Mona Lisa's face. So the first time it was like her whole face or mm-hmm. the whole painting, and then the next time it was a close up of her face. Then the next time it was just her mouth. Mm-hmm. And then the next time after that, it was just her eyes. Which I mean, that I didn't really, I didn't really care about. I didn't really pay attention. It to was that. just like there's I just no. Want, I don't understand what the whole zooming in on the Mona Lisa thing. Well, was. I just didn't understand why it would close all the time. That didn't make any sense to me. I'm like, and here's my thing. Well, who's Miles, the red button? Miles should have looked at Duke and been like, "Dude, turn your phone off. I'm tired of hearing this case open and close." Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing else going on in the house, but here's Duke's phone dinging and dinging mm-hmm. and dinging and dinging, mm-hmm. and we hear the <laughs> yeah, it's like this is getting really annoying. My thing is the the one thing my number one um, issue with the movie overall is the humor in it. Okay. Some parts that weren't that weren't meant to be like really funny, I thought were really funny. Um, <laughs> but some parts that you knew they were, were meant to be, to be funny, funny, I found them kind of cringy. Okay, um, like Example. the the humor in it feels like it's there just to keep you watching instead of it actually being funny. It's okay. kind of childish or immature in a way. Like uh, Benoit standing at the butt of the statue and it just holding and it just on the hold butt. It on the butt, I'm like, yeah. Because you know Ryan Johnson, I told it on the butt. That'd be funny. Like you're a child, dude. No. And then the Daryl guy, not here. 
Not here. And he just kept uh, popping up. I thought he was going to be the guy at the yeah, end. Yeah, I, I, nope. that cost, crossed my mind, too, because he's, like, the only guy there. Like, what's his purpose? We don't know. It's just a random dude. It literally was just a random dude. Random dude with his cannabis plant, smoking <laughs> weed, just like, chilling. He, he could have been taken out and nothing changed. I thought that yeah. was dumb. And then the, was it the yacht or the island name? The um, piece of shite or whatever it was? Yeah, they were naming it the island. That's the island what it was? Yeah. I mean, come on. How dumb is that? That's a, because the, it was in a Greek accent too, so they thought it was something different. But it means piece of, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like the whole the comedy or the humor, and it felt very Last Jedi esque. Okay, okay. If so you get where I'm going yeah, with that, here's my biggest thing. We had the opening sequence of shots yep. where they were figuring. That's the out best the part of the whole movie box. is the opening, the puzzle box. So we see this whole long sequence where they're sitting there figuring out the puzzle box and all this stuff. And they're, I mean, that's, that's a really cool sequence. And then it cuts to the, to Helen. Oh yeah, yeah. And she, she's like, I don't know how to open this. So she takes a freaking hammer and just starts beating it. Yeah. (coughs) Busting the whole thing open. Mm -hmm. But then we go from that to not a lot of like puzzle solving. I was expecting that because I'd seen the that sequence before. I had seen the opening of it and thought, okay, this is going to be a really good movie. I have high expectations. I'm going to right. be intrigued yeah, so the, and trying to the solve whole the puzzle movie was the entire be like way. Nope. And it was kind of lackluster when Daniel Craig's character gets up there and he solves the mystery that they were supposed to have come and solve. That's one thing. I, uh, another thing I want to talk about. Uh, because it was just like, okay, so that was supposed <clears throat> to take them all weekend. And he solved it by in just sitting seconds. in the room. He's like, Birdie did it. And then like gets up. I'm like, okay, cool. So now what's the movie gonna be about? Yeah, what are we what are we focusing My on? My thing is Daniel Craig's character, Benoit Blanc, to be the smartest detective in the world, he's pretty dumb. Because how did he figure all of that out in a matter of thirty seconds yet couldn't figure out why he had a car on top of the roof of an island where there's no roads? I think he was think just trying to that. play dumb. Because remember, if we go back, he but didn't everybody want any, knew he was the smartest. But here's the thing: he didn't want anybody to suspect that he was there for ulterior motives. Remember, we get to yeah. that hour and ten minute mark, mm-hmm. and he's concocting this plan with Helen to go in and mm-hmm. solve this yeah. crime that nobody knows about. Yeah. And so he's trying to play it off like it's a huge honor to be there and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff and yada, yada, this and that. And then Miles tells him he was never invited, which yeah. was kind of interesting because I was like, hmm, then how did he get? And part of me thought, yeah. like, part of me thought, well, nobody else is going to send him a box. Yeah. So I was wondering if the smashed one had ended up in the garbage and he found it or what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really, I was really curious to see that. Yeah. Um, it's I just, just <sighs> my thing. It's there's a there's a lot going on and it's just very. I don't know it. There's so much, and like, there's a big continuity issue as well. <clears throat> like, if you notice, it's mainly whenever they kind of first get there, and they're all sitting around the pool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's three shots. Like, one is looking at this, like how this camera would be doing. Mm-hmm. It's looking at you right here, <coughs> Birdie. She was normal, fine, had her hands down. The next shot across had her with her hand on her hat. Then the second shot flipped back. She didn't. 
Yeah. So I'm thinking that just looks kind of sloppy. Then one of the next shots, Birdie has her legs across Daniel Craig. Right. The flip, she didn't. Yeah. And it comes back and she doesn't. She's moving her legs. I'm like, something yeah. like sloppy. And there's there's other shots like that throughout. Yeah. It just felt like, and movies tend to have that mainly because there's a lot going on and you can't fix every little thing. Right. And you're doing multiple takes to get it right. right. And, and so it, there's going to be those little continuity errors right. that but just some, fall into place. But some in this, I'm like, y'all, this is just sloppy editing. Yeah. Like, come on. Well, it's like we were okay so it goes back to like we were watching suits the uh the other night and you pointed out the get one of the guys was sitting at his, oh, his desk hands were like had this his, he had his, on the other side he had was his that. arms crossed yeah. like this and then the next the shot back was shot behind was, his arm was across yeah. and then he had his hands like this in the next shot and so there was a lot going on with his hands mm-hmm. but his p- position never changed right he was always like this it's just yeah. the position of his arms yeah but i know so that. so like it kind of did the same thing with those other shots. But again, like we said, there's a whole lot going on. You can't fix everything. But it's right. like as a, as a director, if you're telling the actors to sit a certain way, it should be the same way over and over again. Right. But I, I, like I said, it was just sloppy either editing or direction or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> and then another issue that I'll get to the things that I liked about it. But <laughs> Eventually. Yeah. One thing that another thing that I didn't like about it was uh, Andy's twin Helen, mm-hmm. yeah. that was everybody thought was Andy or Cassandra, whatever. I've yeah. found that to be very strange. Um, her going to the island with uh, Benoit, it was just she's having essentially to perfectly act mm-hmm. as her sister, who's almost the exact opposite of her mm-hmm. throughout this entire tense game. Mm-hmm. Figure out who's who done it, yep. type of thing, while also maintaining her cover. But she's a third grade teacher from Alabama. That's very extreme. But I will tell you this. I will tell you this. After watching the movie mm-hmm. and figuring out um, that that was Andy's twin, mm-hmm. when you go back to the first appearance mm-hmm. when they're getting to the island and Miles sees her for the first time, that look of... Shock and disbelief yeah. now makes sense. It does make sense because yeah. he's the one that killed her, right? Oh yeah, it, that it makes sense. It does. That makes perfect sense. But it, for me, it doesn't make sense that a relatively, I'll put this loosely, a somewhat uneducated ish mm-hmm. third grade teacher from Alabama with a southern draw like this talking can perfectly go back perfectly to just her voice. now on Janelle Monet the actress mm-hmm. that's awesome that she can do that yeah but for the character like Daniel Craig Daniel Craig same had a thing, yeah southern comparing accent. James Bond to Benoit Blanc two polar totally opposites different thing is amazing i think that's so cool that's one of the things i like about it yeah. but then Helen just switching up herself to play her sister like that that's extremely and just un- being able no. to just being able to understand what had been going on just from reading her sister's diary there's a lot more feelings emotions there's a whole lot um, of other bitterness stuff. like there's a whole bunch of other stuff that that might not have been written down that she didn't know and it, they kind of did something like that where they kind of, when Claire and Duke kind of confronted her outside the pool yeah she didn't know the whole story, so I'm glad there was something like that. But just going based off of her but sister's still, diary, that's a lot of gaps a to whole, fill in. Yeah, it makes it feel like whenever Ryan Johnson was writing, like, oh, it'd be cool if this, you know. It just, mm-hmm. A lot of the movie is really just like, oh, that'd be cool, without thinking sort of logically behind it. Like, and you know, 
I get it. Murder mysteries aren't really supposed to be aren't supposed to have like a lot of substance to it. Yeah. But I mean, some of the stuff in this movie just really just illogical, and it's just yeah. it, it bothers me a little bit because I am a rather logical thinker while also being creative. So I get the purpose in having that, but make it make sense a little, and yeah. it it really doesn't for me. Um, but now one of the things that I did like about it <coughs> was that nonlinear kind of structure that it mm-hmm. took because you see pretty much the entire story. And you're just so confused. You have no idea what's going on. Right, and then it comes back. And then it goes to the flashbacks and, like I said, the not the sort and the of in-between cutting. And it ties into the entire movie. Yeah. And it so, picks back up from where it earlier and then it goes further through right. the movie. Kind of like a speed run through the movie. Right. Like we had already spent an hour and so we're going to spend the next hour like yeah. 30 minutes getting to where we are and then the next 30 minutes to finish it kind of right deal. and so for that i don't necessarily hate it because i thought that was yeah that, i that, like i really that was that kind of too. creative i actually yeah. like that <clears throat> um the characters were all kind of bland yet unique yeah kind of bland but again murder mysteries are more plot driven not necessarily character driven right so because the only two I'm, characters I'm fi- I'm fine that with were that. focused on the entire movie well three characters really is miles because we know nothing about him yeah uh Benoit, Benoit and, then and then Helen, Andy, or Helen, yeah, yeah, because that's who she is at the beginning. So right. those are the three characters that were focused on for the duration of the movie, and it's just like all the other characters are there just to just to add fill. more people. Because Lionel, we don't really find out much about him. We don't find out no. much about Claire. Um, Birdie's just an airhead. <laughs> she was my favorite. Duke <laughs> is just like this guy that he's is just there. He's just there. Whiskey. Um, it's just yes, there. that's her name. Yeah. Um, which okay, I will say though they did a good job because in the in the first hour when we initially see Duke seeing whiskey and with Miles, Miles, yeah, that I was like, okay, now he really wants to kill Miles because mm-hmm. because the entire time it's like Miles is like seductively trying to get whiskey or whatnot, mm-hmm. but then we find out that Duke put whiskey up to. So that he could get what he wanted exactly. from his Twitch stuff. And so yeah. he was watching that. And then the reason he got mad is because he would never put – Miles would never put him on there. Yep. On his, like, news so for that, So little things like that, that's good writing, and I like to see that. Yeah. But on the grand scheme of the film as a whole, it's – a lot of it just feels like eye candy. It's like, oh, yeah. this is cool. And it's like, yeah, yeah, but, like, give me something more from that. And it, the movie just really wasn't for that for me. Yeah. Um, but then again, it's a murder mystery. It's not really supposed to have substance, but it could. Yeah. And this really didn't. So, yeah. my And Glass Onion. That's a Beatles song. It is a Beatles song. They put it in at the credits, they but it should have been in before. It should have been, like, layered in mm, somehow. See, I, I actually like it at the end. I'm glad they at least touched on it because that makes yeah. me feel better. Cause I'm like, and to me, mm. it didn't. The, the thing that he called the glass onion didn't even look like an onion. I, it was just a glass thing. dome. It was just That's all yeah, it was. It was uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I think they kind of played on that because they're in like a glass dome type thing, and then uh, Benoit Blanc says peeling back the layers and all. So I'm like, well, no, onion. Miles called okay. it that. Yeah, he said, yeah, let he me show you the glass onion because everybody's right. like, oh, we finally get to see it. Right. Da-da. Yeah, and then they added like it's for, like what I said as far as him peeling back the layers. I like yeah. the way he talks. I know, it's so and funny, it's so good. He has that really like New Orleans. It's that thick, Draw. that thick accent yeah. that he uses when he's like extremely British. It's so yeah. cool. It's like what Christian Bale can do, just a standard American accent. Yeah. I love it. But yeah, um, that I'm like, it doesn't even really look like an onion. It just kind of yeah. looks like it's just a dome, which I get. But yeah. eh, all whatever. right. So what would you rate the movie out of ten? Talking about it, I had it at a. What did I have it at? I think I had it at a seven. 
I had it out of seven, but talking about it and thinking about it, it's like it could have been more, but it just feels like a lot of eye candy. I'd probably say six and a half out of ten. Yeah, I was going to give it a six just because that's fair. That, just seeing that opening sequence and expecting that throughout the entire movie, yep. like I'm going to be entertained and intrigued throughout the entire movie. And I was. I was intrigued. I wanted to figure out what happened, but yeah. I was expecting a lot more puzzle solving. I was expecting so much more. And honestly, like halfway through the movie, after we found out like Benoit, ben, Benoit, Benoit yeah. had an ulterior motive, it was kind of like a letdown. Yeah. Honestly. Like Yeah, it's like oh this uh, just is the direction another, we're going. Just another classic whodunit kind of film. That's all that's yes, that's all it was. And I'm sitting there watching, I'm like, oh, we're gonna be solving the puzzles, like what you said, we're yeah. gonna be it's gonna be like a legit mystery whodunit type thing. But then they're really just trying to figure out what Miles is up to. Yeah. And I'm like, this is I mean, okay, but Yeah. So Six out of ten, six and a half out of ten. I mean, it's might still... Well, might as well be a six. It's still worth watching. Like Because you, you will be kind of suspended a yeah. little bit. Like, you... It is hard to figure out what's, what's going Definitely. to happen and all that. But it's like, okay, that's all I yeah. got from it. Yeah. But, I mean, it's still a good movie. I think I think it's hard. I, I haven't seen the original, so we need to try and watch the original. Cause I've heard it's miles better. Yeah, uh, Oh, shut up. <laughs> um, so if uh, sequels are always hard to do. Sequels right. are always hard to do because you're following up a big blockbuster hit right. with that, and then you're trying to make something else close to that. But so. it does help if it doesn't really correlate with the original. If right. it's something that you can just watch without having to see the original. That works. That then, helps, Which too. is what this does. It doesn't really tie into the original at all, yeah. except Benoit, Daniel Craig. That's the only thing. Yeah. Um, so like certain things that were that's why I was so confused. I'm like I don't like this because I need yeah, to watch the I first thought that one. That's what I thought too. I nope. thought I had to go back and watch the original one to figure it out and see all these how all these people connected. Mm-hmm. But it explains the backstory of how all it the does, actors and it gets into know it, each so other helps, yeah. and all that kind of stuff too. So and then I was kind of disappointed. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, yeah. So six and a half, six out of ten, roughly give or take. six out of ten. Yeah. Um, Still an interesting movie to watch. Uh-huh. So if you have a downtime and you want a, a nice two-hour, two-hour, 20-minute movie If you're to not watch, doing anything, yeah, you can check I mean, it out. It's, it will keep you intrigued, but again, yeah, it's just different. Especially so. when you watch it the second time, like what I did, because I would watched it before today, and then we watched yeah. it together. I did pick up on some little things here and there, like, okay, now I sort of see it didn't make up. Yeah, for it didn't make up. It's just one of those things where you go back and watch it and you see something. And you new see it's like, okay, well, now, now I get it. Yeah. And not that I wasn't supposed to get it before. Right. Because it should make sense now, of course. Yeah. And so, but then for that, I'm just like, I mean, okay. Yeah. Well, you heard it here fo- first, folks. Six out of ten. That's our final yes. rating for the movie. That's the final all rating. All in all, still a good movie. Um it's okay. I mean, it's not stellar. I mean, it's not. It's not. But <laughs> if you if you want a good murder mystery type deal um, where you don't really care about the actors and stuff like that, I mean, that's it's pretty. If you're cool. wanting some eye candy, you'll like. Yeah, this. that's all it is. So, uh, that's our unbiased official review. Yeah, stamp of approval. Woo. Woo. I guess. <laughs>